0: And welcome to Wendy's Words of Wisdom. Uh, This week, I have searched high and low, and I had lots of emails and conversations with agents, and I managed to secure a special guest, Mr. Stephen Higgin. Welcome.
1: Who cancelled?
0: <laughs> okay, I, I lied about the, all the, the agent chat. Yes, I just asked my husband to step in.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Well, there's lots of things I want to ask you about that I think um, people might find it. Me well, before. people might like, want well, to know because I'm your wife. I'm like, okay. yeah, blah, blah, blah. But in actual fact, you have some interesting stuff that you might want to share with and other the And the kids
1: can't interrupt
0: us. And the kids can't interrupt us because they're at school. Yes. So, yeah, welcome. Hello. Um what I don't know if you've listened to have you listened to my podcast? Yeah, yeah okay.
1: Liar. Not every single one. <laughs> my questions are pretty boring. I'm Matt, joking. I'm joking. I haven't Matt's heard. Matt's a very it good
0: yet. friend of ours. Matt's a very good friend of ours. Um so yeah, words of wisdom basically is for those of you who haven't listened before, it is just um it's not my words of wisdom, it's words of wisdom of my guest. And I ask oh. them things that they know about that I don't. Are you frightened now?
1: No pressure. No
0: pressure. Well the sounds that oh you've he's crossing it for, for the record, I'm he's crossing really his arms. Are you scared? Yeah. Why?
1: because we talk like normal people talk in a relationship but now we're actually talking and lots of other people are listening.
0: <laughs> well, maybe. It's probably only about five or six I okay. do not about it. Okay <clears throat> so Stephen. Hello. Actor extraordinaire no. you um last year you you because you, how old were you when you started acting? These are things I probably should know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Are you asking me? I'm asking you properly as the interviewer. Are I asking you don't actually know.
0: Well, what I've done here is like all the sort of stuff that people ask me that I don't really know. What I'm doing is like I'm putting it into one big question as mm. my podcast, so that when people say, "When did Stephen start acting?" I can go, "Oh, well, actually, he started Change acting
1: <laughs> like, in an amateur basis yeah. or a professional basis." Yeah.
0: Did you get pushed into it or did you want to?
1: No, I didn't. No, I didn't get pushed into. It. I, I, from when I was very young, I was always told that I would sing in in the family room and when the family were over for dinner and stuff i would just randomly start doing stuff and dragging attention my way because i because i was the youngest in the family i think i did all that stuff so from a very young age i was always singing and performing in a sense what
0: was your go-to song for the family um
1: uh molly malone molly malone that's yeah okay I don't but know. then it comes it becomes a point where i've had this a lot recently we go is, did i actually perform a lot or is that just because my parents told me i did when i was younger Really? There's become a story in my, head. but yeah, that like was... when you look
0: at photographs and go, do I remember that happening or do I remember the photograph of it Yeah,
1: because my my I just well, as you know my, my memory's not the best, especially long term stuff, and I have found myself remembering stuff recently and then go and then having that thought of, or is that just that picture that I've been seeing several times?
0: <laughs> well, is your memory kind of sort of faded in yellow, or is it is it in clear? It's color? got a is white it... line around. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's a square.
0: <laughs> okay, so you've put so so that's like from from ever. But then your first performance in front of people you didn't know. How old were you?
1: I would have been, as I said, I can't remember much. But I would have, I probably be about. I'm I'm gonna say nine or ten. Nine or ten. Yeah. And what was it? Uh, I did a lot of stuff at the um, at the boys' brigade, which is kind of like scouts for people who like church. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, I was, was always back we, home in we we will yeah back on we we always did like um, end of end of year shows I suppose, and uh, yeah I always I, I but but once again it, it reminds me of a picture in the paper me dressed up as uh, Mae McFetridge which is kind of like Mae McFetridge May McFetridge uh, for all those people not from Northern Ireland I eat most um, is kind of like you know Mrs Brown's boys.
0: I do know Mrs. Brown's boys. Mrs.
1: Brown is kind of like Mamic factories. It's it's a guy dresses a guy up as as, an, as 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 an old woman and and, and says everything that everybody wants to. Because in
0: Scotland there's a tradition of panto, and panto like the men dress up as women and they're yeah, the sort demons, of fun, the ugly the sisters meal, yeah. and the yeah. And I guess mm. I guess they do it in England as well, don't they? they? Mm.
1: Mm. Um, Ian McAllen did it at the Old Vic. I oh believe. right, okay.
0: Um, and bow twanky. to your superior knowledge. No, I was talking about yesterday. <laughs> Somebody else told me. Not really? Um, so, Mae McFetridge was like an actual character that everyone knew that it's person. So, it's
1: a local TV personality. Yeah. Okay.
0: yeah, yeah. And you did, you, you worked, so you, you hit the big time at Belfast. So, I had like a T-cozy. Like cool, yeah.
1: I had a t- no, no, not the big t- This was like a Boys Brigade. This wasn't like on TV television or anything. Okay. Mae McFetridge was a person. Uh-huh. Like a man dressed as a woman, and and a local person like a Mrs. Brown, and I I dressed up as I May McFetch. Sorry, so i put you today.
0: Uh, I was dressing
1: was... up as a woman who, who was a man dressing up as a woman, and I was a boy dressing up as a woman who who was a man dressed wow. up as a woman.
0: That's quite a multi-layered well, character. Anything. That's <laughs> I went
1: I went deep. I went go big or go home. How
0: did that work for you, Stephen? Uh, it
1: was written, It went on really well. I remember I had I had, I had lipstick round on, uh, but more than on my. So I dre- my my first big gig was dressing up as a woman. That's wow. deep. Wow, that explains a lot. Maybe
0: that's where that, that'll be your last big gig as well. If the if the offer comes in, well, you dress we, as a woman, we, just... widow
1: twanky, little Vic. <laughs> Very funny. McAllen's gone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so nine or ten, and then you you um, did little bits of that throughout. Yeah,
1: I did poetry and stuff. We did I did uh, verse speaking competitions, and then I remember um, I I did a lot of uh, drama classes. Then I started to do as I hit a teenager my my mother realized i really enjoyed it and she, she looked out for stuff and she found these local drama drama classes and I started going to them whenever, but that wasn't, yeah, when I was a teenager. Because you
0: did sport as well though, you did, you did rugby as well, didn't yeah, you? Yeah,
1: that was, that was a tough, tough mix.
0: So how did, uh, did what, what did the rugby lads say to you being in place? Well, it was
1: all outside of school because my schools didn't really do it. Like when we did do stuff, it was one thing at the end of the year and it was always a good laugh and stuff. And
0: So you did took, that in school as well?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did stuff in school, but I suppose everybody kind of does stuff in school. But it, it yeah, it did take, it, as much as I loved doing it, I was very I was very scared to get up in, people, in front of people that who I know I found mm-hmm. it a lot easier to get up in front of people that I didn't know
0: and did the rugby lads know you were doing these shows
1: um, well this is it with, with the drama classes they were outside of school they were on a Friday night after school so no one really had to know or it wasn't. It was my deep dark secret, was but you were quite happy when, to dress as hey a woman. Hey guys, I was a drama school <laughs> the weekend. What did you do? Um, I was a drama class the weekend. What did Don't you
0: do? Don't tell anyone about my drama classes, We here's a dressed as a woman. Yeah,
1: street corner, bottle of cider. No, I'm. 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 I'm going to read some Shakespeare. Um. So uh, yeah. Uh. It never really became a thing. I felt a lot more comfortable um doing it with people who didn't know my previous life.
0: Okay. And then did they be allowed to see any of your stuff, or did they just know about it?
1: Uh. No. There wasn't really a. I wasn't sorry. I've moved the microphone. Don't move the microphone. Sorry,
0: are you trying to get comfy in your I'm own trying house? Get
1: comfortable. But well, you're saying a what weird. angle. Are? Why are you not sitting in front of me? Are you trying to make me feel uncomfortable? Is this part of the test?
0: No, most people are comfortable with this. You just yeah. you're just not in control, and you yeah, can't I'm not cope with that. Can you? Okay? How's that?
1: It's fine. It's fine. I'm not a control freak.
0: <laughs> I want to know about what else I want to know about. Um, so that you you went you went from there, and then you decided to go to drama school in the UK
1: yeah yeah you've made it sound very sim- simplified but yeah pretty much
0: i've made it so simplified because i don't know what the actual path well
1: is. I, I did i did I, I didn't we didn't do drama at, at my school or, or, or my high school i did a lot of stuff outside and a lot of amateur stuff but then when we got to gcse and a levels i could, still couldn't do drama i was in the drama club but it wasn't a degree or it wasn't an, an, an a level a degree yeah it wasn't an a level and then uh, Based on my levels, I, I I landed a place to do accountancy in Northumbria.
0: What were your A levels?
1: My levels were accounting, business studies, computers, which is called ICT, and maths.
0: Right. So you know that, that well-known actor's <laughs> that classic- route
1: into into <laughs> drama. <laughs>
0: So you do them, yeah, and then what made you think, what on earth made you think you'd go to drama school?
1: My, thanks. Well,
0: no, come on. <laughs> what made you think you'd go to drama no, school? No, but from, from, from maths and accountancy.
1: My, well, I always did amateur stuff, and I'd, I'd always dreamed of going to drama school, but I never thought I'd be able to. And then my mum my said, do it now, or else you'll never do it. Um, I had thought about going to get a degree and still doing the amateur stuff, but mum said, well, why don't you go audition for drama school? Uh so, yeah, we we looked into it. We looked into Radix. That was only drama school we thought existed in the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. And whilst looking for that, I spelt it wrong and found Lambda as well.
0: How did you spell Radda wrong? Isn't no, it no, like four uh, letters? I'll put an M on <laughs> that, probably. Ramda. Ramda.
1: Um, and, uh, so you didn't
0: go to, to Radda. You went to...
1: No, I I, I wanted to go to Radda. I auditioned for Radda. My mum... My I did. I did like little classes with a, a guy lived around the cor- a corner. He helped me do my verse speaking. We had to perform. We had to prepare speeches, and uh, I prepared them and went over for the rad audition. Completely, can I swear? Yeah, I swear. complete I won't. I still won't. But uh, I completely screwed it up. Felt awful. Came up back from that and went. This didn't go well.
0: So for drama school, you have to. How, what would do you have to prepare to get into drama school? Because I didn't. I we
1: We did um, for the first for the first try. I it's two speeches. You have to. You have to get a modern speech and a, and a Shakespeare speech. Oh, okay. M- monologue, whatever you want to call okay. it. Okay. And uh, I preferred, prepared those both and thought it went horrible, then I came back. And then I was lined up to go back. And then I got a, a letter saying, go fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 wow, uh, and that's uh,
0: what the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art is saying, is it? It's okay. All, it's
1: all bullshit. And um, <laughs> so now you've let me swear, I'm going to swear a load tonight. And then the children were school Yeah, inside. the children were society's where I, I know, fuck shit, but no. And and then um and then and then they took, they told me I wasn't getting in and then and then my, I had my lambda audition coming up. And, and I, lambda I, our, is the one lambda that Benedict Cumberbatch London, went to, isn't it? Lambda's the best one. Uh, the,
0: okay.
1: I'd rather go to Lambda.
0: Okay. So there's no rivalry at all between the, no, the, no, the no, schools. No, no,
1: no. There's, there's no rivalry cuz they're they they could not shine our shoes. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> So, uh, but before the Lambda one, I was well, I was obviously eighteen. So I I remember I I was playing rugby the night before the day before, and then I'd got drunk afterwards, and I was kind of like, screw it, just drama's I messed the last one up. It's not gonna be worth it. And I didn't really think anything of, and I just went over and did it, and wasn't wasn't really worrying about it at all. wasn't didn't feel pressured by it. Didn't oh, that's feel that's interesting. I, I couldn't care less. I was just went in and did it. And did it, and they sent me a letter back saying, You're not ready for the degree course, but we'd like you to come back and audition for the foundation course, which is like a one year course. Uh Went back and did that and got into the foundation course.
0: And then you went and did the. Job and then course. a
1: big part of the foundation course was audition technique for drama school. That was That's one of the classes So good we did.
0: though. So you sort of yeah. if you get in at the ground floor. Then
1: yeah. And the great thing about that was we did we did stage management, which is still my first love. We did stage management. Stage management that like, means like you get to boss everyone around. around. Yeah, it's that it's that control free <laughs> thing. Uh, stage management, set design. We did writing. We did directing. We did voice. We did we did all of this other stuff. And and I remember like once a week we went to a museum and it was it was a really good course. For just finding everything, and uh, and one of the bits of it was audition technique for drama school, and then I auditioned for eight drama schools the next year, and got into three or four, and the oh. last and the and the last one I got into. So was, which
0: other ones did you get into?
1: And you were going to ask me that. That's why I said three or four because I only can remember three: Lambda, yeah, Arts Ed, uh huh, Royal Scottish,
0: Royal Scottish Academy, uh-huh.
1: and. I was get drama centre central school of speech and drama.
0: Central school, okay. And yeah. um, when you sort of said, and I, when you got into Lambda for the foundation course, mm-hmm. what did your family and friends back home? You know, you were <laughs> going to do accountancy, and then you turned around and said, and oh, no, no, I'm going to go to drama school." Did you get teased?
1: Well, we didn't take. No, I didn't get teased because no one. Uh, no, I didn't get teased. was like, "Really? <laughs> you got, you got in? Are you sure? Oh, really? Can I read that letter? Do you have any proof?" <laughs> Uh, yeah, because no one expected me to get into drama school, especially one of the top in the in the in the world, the, the top. In okay, the okay, um, we get that, we get that. Uh, so yeah, it was more holy crap, I, and and I and I it was brilliant. It was ami- and I was kind of gonna just class it as a year out.
0: And did your school friends do something similar? Did they all do?
1: Um, my school friends, no, a lot of my school. Well, they they went away for university, but I'm trying to think. Yeah, a few of them did accounting. Really? Yeah, I've got a couple who did accounting. Um, um, and a couple of them left after GCSEs and stuff. But I, I uh, Northumbria, the, 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 there was no
0: Northumbria go-
1: because I wanted to go to Newcastle. Okay, I didn't get in. I see. But I only wanted to go to Newcastle. But I applied for. Did I apply for? I think I applied for Edinburgh, and Glasgow as well. I didn't get in there either. Well, I was. You know, I was predicted. The, the to Scots
0: get... have very high standards. Yeah, ob- obviously, obviously. <laughs> look,
1: look I married. got into Glasgow. Um, um <laughs> they. Uh, I, th- I think, I can't remember, I should really look this up, I think I applied for Glasgow and, uh, and, and Edinburgh, but I didn't get in because I was predicted to get uh, an A and two Bs and mm-hmm. I got a B and two Cs. Okay. I flunked, I flunked it.
0: Well, you know, unexpected turn of events, these things happen. Yeah,
1: but it, but uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine being a, an accounting to the, uh, an an, accounting, an accountant today.
0: Really? Yeah. You get to go to work every day and work with figures and do Yeah, I still
1: and- love numbers and I still love being able to deal with that, but I, I don't but it's, it's it's not the norm to me. This is the norm to me. If if I was a content night that would be the norm to me as well.
0: I guess. Um, and what did you get from drama school? What do you think that you, you took away from it?
1: Oh, <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> I don't
0: mean any diseases. Yeah, I, was so I don't put that face We've been up. through this, Wendy.
1: What no. <laughs> um, uh, no, I mean? What did you? What did of... I get from for, for, from, from the, the one year course? Yeah. From the one year course, uh, it was amazing. I w- I was in I was living in London. I'd moved to London on my own, which is really scary. And I was living in London, and I was, I was, I was going to drama school. I was living the dream.
0: What, um, what was your sort of biggest um, cultural adjustment coming from a small town in Northern Ireland to London? And you're not no the people. There's
1: no fields anywhere.
0: Did that freak you out?
1: It didn't freak me out, but that's one of the biggest things I remember thinking. Really? Normally, if you drive. For at least 15 to 20 minutes, you'll find, a, you'll find a lot of feels. <laughs> uh, everything, because I've been, I've been back and forth a lot recently and, and you forget that every, uh, I, I, you, you, you're you saying, yeah, I'll, I'll come and see you in town or I'll come and see you back home or I'll, we'll do this, we'll do that. How long will you be? 15 minutes. Every, everything, everything is 15 minutes away.
0: Every time I'm in Belfast, every time I get into a car in Belfast, people go, oh, the traffic's terrible today. Yeah. And the it, traffic is always terrible. I don't I don't think it no, is it's, 15 it's minutes. That, it's
1: that particular road. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah it is but, but a it's a city you? it's or a city people aren't used to being in the city all day when you drive into the city um, the traffic in the city is city traffic okay, which living understand. in london is outside our front door yeah. whereas in northern Ireland, a lot lots of my friends come from outside of belfast like all my friends come from outside of belfast so living out in the sticks, the traffic's non-existent you're, you're the worst thing can happen is you get stuck behind a tractor and you can't overtake it. And that's that sounds really stereotypical and slightly races. But that's true. Um and so when you come into the city and there's 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 traffic lights. That that's it. There's no traffic lights in the country. Is that what it is?
0: Yeah. There's just sheep and tractors. Sheep that's and your tractors. only obstacle. That's what slows
1: you down <laughs> and the view.
0: So yeah, you did the foundation course and then you go into the degree course. Is that shifting gear or is it a Yeah, it's completely same thing? different. Oh really? No,
1: find, foundation course, which I thought was really hard, is it's like a summer school. What's well,
0: Some people would look at actors, right? And I'm playing Devil's Advocate here, so don't no, get wound up at me. I'm you're playing, playing my father. I'm playing your father. Yeah. People, some people might say
1: maybe, maybe in a Northern Irish accent. In a Northern
0: Irish accent, they might say, "Well, you know, acting is just sort of turning up and saying lines that someone else has done and standing in the right place." What? What? Why is it hard?
1: We're talking specifically about drama school.
0: Yeah. Um. Or and the craft of acting, I guess.
1: Well, in in particular drama school, me going to drama school I had that a lot. So You go to drama school, that must be easy peasy. But in drama school, you're in nine a.m. to nine p.m. But doing what? Let, let me finish. Okay. Regularly, and <laughs> doing what? Regularly. But <laughs> my brother, who's a very successful in in his line of work, he's he's in property and he he's he's very he's great at what he does. He did about. Four hours a week (laughs) at one stage, and he, and of course, but he's doing a proper job, so therefore he's working hard. Um, the drama school was very good at preparing you to be in rehearsals all day, every day, and sometimes doing an evening performance. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you do every day? Um, you do tons of stuff but, and, and lots of it yes is a lot easier than others uh, you have you have singing classes and that's not just you going and sing we, we had a choir class which was just going and mess about it in the morning for an hour uh, but we had evening choir classes you had one-on-one singing lessons then mm-hmm. you did an opera at the, you, and, and then you did an opera at the end of certain terms mm-hmm. uh, what else did we had? We had uh, voice training which is it's a it's a, a big muscle to do with acting obviously you need to be able to speak mm-hmm. to be able to do your thing so you had to train that we did lots of uh, physical stuff we did dance we did um, physical movement and stuff and that's before you get into uh, how to study a piece of text? Um, how to phrase uh, Shakespeare? Uh, iambic pentameter. Then you also go over the history of theatre. You go back to the Greeks. You go back and do all that. That's the stuff that I don't remember. Um, and so there's 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 a lot to do. And then each term you have a specific subject to learn or a spe- specific thing you go through. Like in physical theatre, you do a lot of clowning uh-huh. with a guy there from the. Were Co- you good at that? Uh, <laughs> y- no, I <laughs> wasn't. Not I wasn't. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm good at it in real life, but not when someone's like, <laughs> Do it now. Like, uh, I fell over yesterday. That was funny.
0: I've just remembered a story that you once told me about. Was it true? <laughs> well, I hope so. That I'd like you to share about you um, auditioning for drama school because you get a you get a, a piece that you have to.
1: What you've done there, Wendy, is you managed to do what you do in our real life. It says, "Can you tell a story where you look like a dickhead at the end?" <laughs> I <laughs> love Rudy that bunny. story.
0: Those are my favourite stories yeah. about you.
1: Uh, the the audition. Okay. So, I don't like telling this story because, as I said, I turned out to be a dickhead. Then um, I auditioned for Lambda to do the three-year course, and I got into the final round. In the final round, you've got to do your two speeches. Then you've got to do a duologue where you act with another uh, person on stage. Mm-hmm. In, in, the, in, the, in the school theatre, there's like 15 people on a panel or watching you from the darks. And you've also got to do a sight reading mm-hmm. of, a, of a text. Now, sight reading, as a bit of a preamble for this... Uh, was the scariest thing for me to do as a child because I, I had a stutter, as, as sometimes still comes through. Um, and sight reading
0: is obviously just reading that you've never seen before.
1: It's reading something you've never seen before. But to me, that was. It seems obvious, but something. That you was, know. yeah. Yeah, the scariest bit for me was reading. Thanks, friend. <laughs> yeah, it's just reading, That's like breathing.
0: No, like, I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm saying if people don't grasp what sight reading is, just getting it, reading Sorry. it. Sorry, sight
1: reading it. is you get handed something you've never seen before and you have to read it. Okay? <laughs> I was shit at reading.
0: Okay. <laughs> no, but I had a
1: stutter, so I was very worried that certain sounds would come out that would make me stutter, because mm-hmm. I had a stutter when I was younger, and I I remember auditioning for a pantomime, I remember vividly auditioning for a pantomime at a very large theatre when I was younger, uh, they were doing Peter Pan as a Christmas show, and I got down from hundreds of hundreds of kids, I got down to the last like 10, 15 for the Lost Boys group, and I, I had to do one scene, and we they kept putting us with different people, and I stuttered on a particular line, and then I got kicked out. It was oh, really? very X Factorish, really? and, and that sticks with me as being the, and, and I'm, I doubt that was. I was probably too tall or just too re- handsome, just really, yeah. That's the one that you go for.
0: <laughs> Did you not audition for X Factor or something like that as well?
1: <laughs> no, I would not audition for X Factor. I auditioned for um, <laughs> Fame Academy.
0: <laughs> what year was that?
1: Ah, uh, I don't know. So I was, is, there, is there any footage anywhere of it? 18, 18. Uh, Marky, uh, my, my good friend from their school, Mark Anderson, came along with me. We were watching FA Cup and we were drinking at a bar and my dad called up and said, they're doing it, they're doing it, the Odyssey, come on. So we all jumped in the car and drove to the Odyssey and I sang a song. What did you sing? <laughs> I sang uh, Your Song by um, Elton John. Elton John. And I remember singing it and... Um, Marky, my, my, fr- my, my friend, he went with me just diving behind the seats as he started to laugh. It was in a big auditorium, I remember. But I got, I got caught. I was down to like the last 30 from Northern Ireland. Really? Which is like the shortest dwarf in it.
0: <laughs> I think that's quite impressive. Sorry, I interrupted that, that story of you being an idiot to um, bring in another story. Another story <laughs> of you being an idiot. <laughs> sorry, baby. See?
1: Why don't you just list them out? I can pre-record these. Go on.
0: <laughs> Tell me about your audition story.
1: What was I talking... Oh, yeah. So, I... I went in and did the did the speeches, did the um, duologue, and then the sight reading came up. I read the sight reading and was really focusing and really concentrating. I'd, I'd, I'd worked a lot on it. And then um, there was one particular word which kind of ski whiffed and I was very adamant of just say it with confidence and light enough and, and it'll sound like you mean it. So I got through it, and I came out, and we're all talking about how to go, how to go, how to go, blah, blah, blah. blah. How would your sight reading go? And uh, I went, yeah, it seemed to go okay, there was one word. I said, and this is what was yours about? I says, I don't know, there was just it one word that I, I couldn't quite get that began with S. And then he was kind of like, how do we know what the sight reading is? Oh, there was two bits, there was one about aliens, and there was one about Shakespeare. I went, oh, well mine wasn't about aliens, mine must have been about Shakespeare. Oh no. And it suddenly dawned on me that the word <laughs> that I had got scared of, because I was very much reading... I'll not make excuses. The word that I got scared off and got worried about saying was the word Shakespeare. <laughs> and I, it dawned on me that I went, because when they first said the Shakespeare, one, I went, mine wasn't about Shakespeare. And then I realized I had a trouble with a word beginning with S. And, and that word beginning with S, as I said, it was Shakaspari.
0: Shakaspari.
1: Shakaspari. Because if you look at it,
0: <laughs> it does, you know.
1: It's written down. It
0: does it very like Shakaspari. That's
1: how you should say it.
0: But I guess maybe, as an actor.
1: Maybe they said it like that back then. <laughs> So I said Shaq Maybe
0: they thought, oh, this guy's really method. He's gone for the Not the, method, the text. they thought he's
1: really crazy. He's he's, he's really he's deep. Gone he's gone for
0: the text and the, the, and the language of the time. He's been ironic about the
1: most famous writer in England. <laughs> yeah, so I but said Shaq Aspari <laughs> and got into one of the top Shakespearean training Acting schools and
0: maybe you know. they just thought you needed the help
1: <laughs> to fucking <and> read, Thanks. <laughs> to yeah. pronounce
0: But then you did go on to spend a year at the Royal Shakespeare Three Company. Years. Three which, years, which,
1: which meant four years because I did the foundation year. No, and you I, did
0: go on to spend a year at the Royal Shakespeare. Oh, company, sorry, yeah, I was sorry, I was say.
1: sorry. I, you you pronounced it wrong. I didn't know what you were talking about, <laughs> weirdo. It's it's Shakespeare. Ah, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I did. I I did the RSC for a year.
0: How was that? Did you Long. enjoy it?
1: My my our see that's why I say my our child was born uh just before I started rehearsals um I had two auditions before Riley our little boy our, our three-year-old I don't know why I'm telling this feels weird me telling you you know this I had two auditions before Riley was born and two auditions after Riley was born so I kind of got it either side and um so yeah it was it was kind of and that was one of the reasons I I just had a baby and I wanted a, a regular thing going on so um yeah uh, it was it was pretty tiring and, and, and long
0: and you did like I mean come I mean, you remind me I know I know this but it was because I was in the fog of just having a new baby yes. I don't remember all the details of how many how many shows did you do a day was it like two. what two shows a day and that was five days a week six days a week
1: every, yeah, six days a week we did we did eight shows a week but we were doing three shows in rap.
0: And in rep means I didn't means know this. Means you do them in,
1: in, a, in a cycle. It means you do. Well, we were doing the Tempest, uh, Twelfth Night, and Comedy of Errors. So one day we would do the Tempest in the afternoon, then we would do The Twelfth Night in the evening, and the next day we would do Comedy of Errors in the afternoon.
0: Right. Because I I, I I used to in, hear put, like actors talking about being in rep, and I didn't know what it meant. Was was having like three or four plays that you do. All the time. As
1: one, the same company. The does, same company, yeah.
0: And, and a company of actors just means the same actors in the cast. Because I thought a company would have been together forever. But a company is just for the length of that
1: run of the play. Well, like, well, like for like, like their whole lifetime. Well,
0: like, you know, a company, like a business or a company, people apply for a job, get the job and stay at that company for a few years. Whereas well, that's, a company how the, of actors... that's how the
1: old reps used to work. Oh, but, really? but a lot of them le- left after a certain. But you, you would have a local repertory. Uh-huh. Rep- repertory? Yeah. Company and they'd be, they'd need old. Don't to say but You'd need old actors.
0: Stephen keeps banging the table. i, and I'm I making giving, a point. You I'm may well be making a point, point, but you're knocking a microphone.
1: Um you'd have an old, older actors from a, from a local area who play, play the older parts and then uh-huh. you have younger kids and then you have people in the middle. Now, some people come along, do a couple of jobs, then go and get a professional, a bigger professional gig and they uh-huh. leave the company. But you try and have that basis of... of but I didn't realise a company
0: of actors was just for wasn't the... Like, what, like yeah. wasn't a business that was ongoing for 10 years, See, yeah. A company of actors is just a company for the length of that run. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. 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 And in repertory, you have a body of plays that you do throughout the... Yeah,
1: and it's in a cycle.
0: Oh my God, what did you learn from being at the RSC for a year?
1: Um, because
0: everyone says, "Oh, you're at the Royal Shakespeare Company. You're going to learn so much." And I remember thinking, "Like, what, What's he going to learn at that that doesn't learn in an normal play?"
1: You do because Shakespeare, sorry, Shakespeare is <laughs> is um, we've got that now. <laughs> is it's, it's it, it it can be classed as 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 very complex. It's not how we talk now. And, and that's. I, I, hated, I hated Shakespeare when I went to drama school. Really? Before, during, and for a while afterwards. Why? And that's because Shakespeare's done so much because you don't have to pay anybody because he's dead that a lot of it's shit. Oh, really? A lot of it's crap. And I'd, if you're doing a Shakespeare play at the minute, I'm not talking about you. But. He is. He is. I'm talking directly <laughs> to you, John Smith. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of shit Shakespeare done. A lot of schools do it. And they, it's not they mean to do it badly. They do it the best they can do it. Mm-hmm. But Shakespeare done well, which is what the RSC do. I remember the first Shakespeare play I saw by the RSC. I went, ah, this is Shakespeare, because it was done kind of. It wasn't a modern setting. It was still set, but it was. It just felt more, a lot more contemporary. Whatever they were doing.
0: I remember my old English teacher saying we, we all had to go to down to Newcastle because the, the RSC didn't come to Scotland, they, and they have Newcastle. a season at Newcastle. Mm. And we all got the bus down from it. Like he said, "I need you all to see Shakespeare done by the, what, the one fucking company in the country that knows how to do it." And Was we were, this in oh.
1: the primary school?
0: And this was in secondary school. And He swore. It. He swore it? us all, but he was He's very. he was very. Man. He used to be an actor, but he was very. Did you fancy him? Had ah, I had a massive crush on saw him. That eye. Yeah, massive crush on God. him. And I, I didn't have it like, like he like he he used to do sort of like certain texts with us, but he like he was in my old school friends, Gilly, he did and like
1: after school classes. And no, stuff. he
0: didn't. But like you know how teachers used to ask you to take notes to other teachers and to sort of send mass- messages, and I got sent to. I they said massages. Oops, because <laughs> they masturbating <laughs> Freudian slip. Um, I remember being sent to to give him a note. And standing outside the door because he was quite scary he and handsome. I am. He was quite scary <laughs> and handsome. Do you know who he reminded me of? Me. You know the food, <laughs> you know the food critic in Ratatouille. No. That's quite a specific reference. But if you if you've seen Ratatouille, look at the food who critic. Plays, who plays his voice? It's a cartoon. I know I don't it's a cartoon. Who
1: plays his voice? I
0: don't know. I'll have to look that up. I'm going to look that up and tag it on. I don't have my computer. You with You really me. have a computer around here. I normally do. Pick up that computer and Google who the the. Um,
1: you can do it. Okay. Show. Um, I'm here to relax. He reminded me
0: of that, but I remember. <laughs> don't um, touch the desk. Don't touch the <laughs> desk. Ah, oh, well, look, your computer's opening up. Opened up Facebook. You've always been doing lots of work up here.
1: Yeah, I was getting ready just to connect <laughs> with with your listenership.
0: Um, what was I saying? Oh, yes, and I remember standing outside his door, having to give him this note, and building up the courage to um, walk into the room because I had a bit of a crush on him and I was a bit scared of him. What was his name? His name was Mister Quinn.
1: Mr Quinn, what's his address? Peter
0: O'Toole is the food critic.
1: No way.
0: Is that it? I don't. I need to put on IMDb. No, I believe.
1: I believe. That, that, I think that's he's, it. he's quite a sexy being.
0: Well, there you go. So he was kind of like, but he had that sort of, you know how some actors like yourself, there we there go, we go have are a, idiots, <laughs> have a certain charisma that you sort of look at them when they're when. Um, no, yeah. like when there's lots of people in the room, your eyes drawn to them. Yeah. He's kind of like one of them. pretty sure it's not just because I had a crush on him. Let me just double check the cast. Uh yeah.
1: Pedro well, I believed yeah. you. I just went nowhere. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so I had a bit of a crush on him and then we went down to see that and then and, and we saw Coriolanus or Coriolanus. How'd you say it?
1: The word anus is in it. It's funny.
0: <laughs> and Charles Dance was Coriolanus.
1: Coriolanus, that's it, yeah.
0: He was Coriolanus Charles and we were Dance, in the, I know. I know. So there was well. my second
1: crush. Wow. No wonder um, you fancy actors. <laughs> Lucky me.
0: And then um and then uh, I remember, like, watching the play and really getting it. And then the, the, it came back to me when the, the, my teacher had said to me, you must see the RSC, the, the one company yeah. in the country know how to do it. When we took our two eldest to see you in Comedy, Comedy of Errors, I think it was. the the Roundhouse in Camden. Um, no, wasn't the, was it the Rinehouse? I don't know. When we, we took them to see oh, that. We saw it
1: both, I suppose.
0: And they were sat in the front row. And Shakespearean language is quite difficult to get your head round. But it was like, essentially in Comedy of Errors, there's a, there's a gang in it, isn't there?
1: Well, there's always a gang in every Shakespearean play, but yeah.
0: Uh, but they loved. They sat there and they loved it because even though the, the language is archaic for them, mm. they sat there at the they age of like nine and eleven, mm-hmm. I guess they were, and just got it all. Yeah, but it was pretty pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, because the comedy verse was pretty complex play, and especially with the way we were directed, to it, it made <laughs> it even worse.
0: But it was something to, you know. But it, it was. But you, you, so you learnt. From. I learnt
1: a lot. Well, they do it brilliantly. So if you have a director or and, and, and vocal people and, and you're just surrounded by the whole Stratford thing when you get up there, you, it does kind of seep into you and, and, and helps you relax about the text and feel like you know how to do it. Because half the problem with people doing bad Shakespeare is they think, oh, it's Shakespeare. I better give it a reverence. But you don't... Why would when we're talking now we don't give what we're saying a reverence you do sometimes oh, speak but, sorry, uh you don't give it you don't give it, <laughs> i
0: brought my A game you, you don't give it that reverence
1: you 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 just talk just chat, and you mean yeah. everything you say and you mean everything you feel whereas um some people give it the the reverence that and that comes from old school acting as well that's a that's a kind of um, surplus from that but um being able to just Bring it down and make it natural and and not and you, you need to give what the the importance to all the words you need to I'm not saying mumble it but if 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 you ha- are immersed in it and have the right training in that capacity then it's it can be beautiful and, and wonderful and
0: would uplifting. you say it was a sort of rite of passage for you or
1: I didn't think they let me in until I was like forty or fifty I really because oh, really? in in my eyes the people who go to r c are very intelligent actors they're like they're they're quite they they think about it a lot they talk about it a lot they're they're very well educated, and well, then you got there and just found it was a bunch of idiots. A bunch of idiots getting wasted. <laughs> uh, no, uh, but no, but. Uh, but I, isn't it
0: interesting? Don't let like, people talk about how they see other. Like from the outside, I, I'm interested in like looking at something from the outside in, I and mean, then when you're in the inside looking out again, it's a completely different view. Mm. But wouldn't so you say that you at the RSC you think it's really intelligent older actors, mm-hmm. and now you're in that gang. Would you look at yourself now as an intelligent older actor?
1: <laughs> no, I'm definitely older.
0: Why don't you get? Why don't you make the cut then?
1: Uh, why why do I not think of myself as intelligent? That <laughs> no, I don't we t- don't have enough time for that. <laughs> Jesus. What is this? You need to light on for that. Uh, no, because, uh, because, but, but I, I do think it's a, a misconception because because we look at RSC as being something from the 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. whereas modern-day contemporary, and what they're doing with it now is great. Um, that they're they're bringing in plays that were on around the time of Shakespeare as direct contemporaries to Shakespeare mm-hmm. so you can go up there and compare and contrast to what was going on then, which That's I think is cool. really interesting as opposed to being oh it's Shakespeare it's it's just it's 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 a little um capsule of what was going on around that time I
0: always worry about <coughs> like watching Shakespeare because there's a few plays of Shakespeare plays that I know really well mm-hmm. and presumably people that go to Stratford are big Shakespeare Shakespeare fans or some of them are yeah I um, love it. And I kind of worry because when I'm on stage doing stand up, I can just say whatever I want. If I get a word wrong, I can go back and cover it or whatever. But Shakespeare, the language is pretty much set in stone. If you were going to fuck up the tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow speech.
1: There are some people who can improvise in iambic pentameter.
0: Oh my God.
1: Guy was with Nick Day can do it a bit, but he's he's a header. I don't think he knows what he's saying half the time. No, Nick, I would say that the next face. <laughs> right, okay, don't, okay. don't get worried. Nick knows. Nick <laughs> this knows is going to be like. out there. Um, but but he's so immersed in it that he, his head's always thinking in Shakespeare. But there are people who can improvise and and, and get stuff back. I, I've heard of people who can do it in rhyming.
0: Well, yeah, there's one thing: improvising in iambic pentameter. Temp- 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 but everyone knows you've got a line wrong if you muck up a really famous speech. Surely, is it not yeah, that you, pressure? You
1: don't mess up to be or not to be, for <laughs> sake. But... <laughs> to
0: be or Uh, Is
1: it to be be again, (laughs) or is it to be be once more? Um, uh, But no, but if if something goes wrong, but it's not about it's not not messing with your lines. It's about if a prop doesn't come on or something like that does happen.
0: What's the worst thing that's happened to you on stage? Uh,
1: Forgetting to bring on, (laughs) uh, forgetting to bring on the pills in a play about substance abuse.
0: You forgot to bring them on?
1: In, I did a play called End of the Rainbow about Judy Garland at the end of her life and, and her uh, abuse of drugs and alcohol and all the rest of it and trying to get her straight and narrow. And the final scene is where my character forces drugs upon her.
0: Uh-huh. And you didn't have anything to force
1: I come on with my hands in my pockets.
0: <laughs> and what happened?
1: Well, at the start, it, it, Joseph Warham went on for the... Like, it's the final scene. It's a big... She, she's just sung another song and it's a big final bit. And um, I remember thinking... I'm standing there and it's good you have to go about two steps down and then another two steps down another flight and then another three steps down another flight and they're there Like you're, you're talk, it's not easy to get to mm-hmm. uh, it's not like they weren't just behind the, 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 the flat on the stage so I stood there going shit yeah, I have to go on and my cue was to go on so I, I, but I knew I didn't have the things but I didn't have time to go and get so I just went on uh, and I had to go on and put this sheet over because she, she it was her waking up the next morning. So I had a, a stage management thing to do. Love it. Yeah. So I went. I just went, right, go on. So I went on, did the sheet thing, and went, I'm not going to get out of this. So then I have to go and sit beside the piano and wait for the lights to come up. And the lights come up, and then she starts throwing up. <laughs> and I'm supposed to run off stage, get a towel, which is, is just, just off stage, pick it up, and go. So she throws up, and I'm going, ah, oh, ah, oh, I'll get it, I'll get it. So I, I run off, and all you hear is. <laughs> 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 me going down all the steps <laughs> and her she just has to keep throwing up behind the couch she's just well
0: that's the good thing and about vomiting you can just keep it, going Bleh!
1: and then come back up and, and and had the pills in my pocket but that that's the worst bit is when you're you're on stage going
0: it's quite, do you think Bird? you know that film Birdman yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. gives people a good view of what actually happens behind the scenes in yeah, a play yeah. do you think that is, that, that's true to life or Birdman of course. Birdman is show. very
1: true to life, but but Birdman is 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 in a capacity of 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 theatre that I've never been involved in. Like like Broadway is is a lot different than any English theatre. I I feel, and also with her being a big star, a star in the play in Birdman and all that, that kind of adds all this other stuff on on top of that. But yeah, I it's 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 definitely a good a good representation. In that sense, she can have a giggle about it and realize how. How stupid most of it is.
0: Well, I kind I thought it was interesting in Birdman when they were looking out into the audience, and you got because most people in an audience have never got that view of, yeah. this, of the of theatre.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's quite daunting, seeing so you know, all. I mean, when you're on stage, do you look out and see all those people, or do you just get on with what you're doing and not think about it?
1: Uh depend. D- d- depends. Depends if you're delivering something to the audience or not. Because in 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 Shakespeare, there's there's some there's some of the speeches which are delivered to the audience you're talking directly to the audience mm-hmm. and there's other ones where you're thinking into yourself and the rest of it but I try when I'm talking to the audience that's quite nice because you can make eye contact you don't worry whereas sometimes when you're thinking about the fourth wall and you make eye contact with someone you either recognize or you make full on eye contact that that can flip you a bit
0: and explain the fourth wall for people who are not actors
1: the fourth wall is you sit in an auditorium and look at the stage and as you look at the stage you see three walls you see the back wall and you see two side walls in a in a your most obvious proscenium arch thing
0: proscenium arch is the square of see, the theater
1: proscenium arch is <laughs> is the normal set of the stage
0: i'm just assuming because there's so many terms when i first went to university oh, yeah. that people would use this and is the sort of
1: shit i do a drama and school. you're
0: meant to know what it is and then yeah. of course and then you, people say proscenium arch and i was kind of like is that the square of the theater yeah yeah and then someone's saying what do you mean? To me, is that
1: the square of the theater
0: well if you're sitting there and there's a square sort of window that you're looking into i guess it's yeah,
1: called the proscenium arch, archway that you look through because you've got the proscenium arch you've got a thrust stage where it, Thrusts out into the audience like they mm. have in 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 the Globe and in Stratford and stuff. Then if, what else have you got? You've you've got you've got other ones. I, can't I remember, remember panicking
0: when I heard someone calling up cross Arch and me going cross Arch Arch.
1: Then you have got in the, in the round,
0: <laughs> in the round, which is everyone sitting round
1: around you. And we were talking about the fourth wall. So right. as you look at uh, a Priscilla March. Um, uh, you've got the three walls, you've got the back wall and the two side walls. The fourth wall is envisaged as the wall between the audience and the actors. But if if they're doing a play that's set in a living room, there's supposedly a fourth wall there and we're looking through, as an audience member, we're looking through into a life that you shouldn't be able to see. Right. And, and, bro- if you, and breaking the fourth wall is when you go from, uh, when you go from having that, that wall there and having that... Um, when the actors... Yeah. Dividing thing... Breaking it is when you talk directly to the audience, or someone falls off the stage, <laughs> or or
0: in the case of One Man Two Governors, the actor turns to one of the audience and members talking. and says, yep. "Can I have a sandwich?" Yeah, yeah. Which I was very confused by.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen that.
0: But anyway, <clears throat> I have. Um, <laughs> uh, so you went from like theatre, then you decided you weren't going to do so much theatre anymore. You had got a very successful career in theatre, and you started getting offered jobs in the theatre.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd 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 always wanted to do TV, but um. Lambda's Lambdas, uh, when I was there, was a lot more um, envisaged towards uh, theatre training mm-hmm. and their TV acting course, I'm not ashamed to say, was not a little bit rubbish, a lot rubbish.
0: Is it better? But it's better now. But isn't it's it? better
1: now because we we got questionnaires at the end of every term. They were very good at taking feedback, ah. and we were all very honest and saying what we thought of it. And apparently now the actually, it's not apparently. I know for a fact that the TV training course at Lambda is is, is one of the best. I
0: oh, really, you're going to go back and do it. I might
1: go back and learn, <laughs> learn how to act. Um, so I I was doing lots of theatre and finding it really difficult to get TV gigs because. Um, I just didn't really know how to do it. I think I had a bit of a mental block.
0: But then again, it's the, I guess it's that thing when you audition for Raddy, you really want it. So you're up to high dough. When you audition for Lambda, you're like, yeah. Yeah, and, and then I,
1: then... that mental block thing came around. And I had a few wee bits on TV here and there. I played handsome mixologist number one and stuff and like Mistresses. that. And yeah, you did. What else did I have to do? And, oh, you did like, Clapham like, Junction. Boy on the Left and Lift Attendant and stuff like that. Um, but I, I did really want to get into it. And, and I was getting good auditions. I was just messing them up, really and uh then i what were we talking about then we were
0: talking (laughs) about tv and then we went to like then we you decided to do this thing this phenomenon that's known as pilot season isn't it yeah
1: yeah yeah i went out and did pilot season two two pilot seasons ago
0: two pilot seasons ago the first one
1: 2013. 2013.
0: 2013. i think the first one was 2000 yeah first one's 2013. i know that because i was there too yeah but you got a bit sick
1: yeah, I was in hospital for all of it.
0: So we did a little bit of research on the American healthcare system. Yeah,
1: and Wendy got on Edinburgh show. I, so <laughs> I wrote a show about we can, it. We can still clean back the flights.
0: <laughs> um, but uh, so the, last year you did your first sort of proper pilot season. Yeah. Explain to us what pilot season is.
1: Pilot season is is a lot different to what it used to be. Pilot season, the essence, the, the pure pilot season, is that TV scheduling companies have a schedule they need to fill up and to do that, they have a budget to which they force a lot of money into creating new shows, uh, whether it's drama, comedy, whatever. And all the way the schedule kind of works out is around January, February, March, all these are being cast and starting to be made And these are the pilots, time.
0: and the pilots are the taster these of the series. These are pilots. You
1: get commissioned to do a pilot, and that's kind of the first ever episode, which hopefully will stretch 10 seasons, or like Friends had a pilot, Breaking Bad had a pilot. They ordered one episode that they kind of pitched. And depending on how that came back with audience reaction was whether it was picked up or wasn't picked up. Or and picked up means they make a full series. Picked up means series. it was made into a TV show, sorry. Uh, no,
0: no, I'm just kind of like no, 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 you right. it right it's, down to how, if yeah. I was explaining it to one of the kids. Picked yeah. up means they make a full they series. They know more then. about like, it than we do. They now. know way more about it than we do. <laughs> um, um, so that, so, so yeah, I went out and
1: did that and auditioned and and I, I got an agent the year before and a manager the year before that. Uh two thousand thirteen and then two thousand twelve. And then yeah, two thousand and fourteen was the first pilot season I kinda did. And 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 it's just loads of Auditions at the one time, basically, because they're trying to cast so many shows. It's kind of, you could go out there all year round and, and get an audition, whereas at pilot season, there's a lot more going on at the same time. And a lot so more a good,
0: happens in LA because it's like kind of the center of the universe for filmmaking. Yeah, making. yeah. It's and not you can like, put
1: yourself on tape a lot yeah. now, but with having Putting age,
0: yourself on tape just means recording yourself and then sending it to the yeah, cast director.
1: Yeah, rather than having to be in the room. Um And with
0: but would you prefer to put yourself on tape or meet someone in a room? It
1: changes because it depends who the casting director is um because sometimes some of them i have more of a rapport with than others and some I'm, I'm better and some some material i'm better in the room if the producers are in sometimes i'm better i can get a bit of banter going but sometimes i'd rather do a self-tape because i don't it's it's a it's a it's a quite in, intense or emotional scene and i don't want to go in and go hey guys I and then have to kind of slip into that so just it depends what the project is i'm i am i i am I'm good in the room, I'm, I can talk to people and chat and stuff, but sometimes that, that is a good thing, sometimes that is a bad thing, because they find out what I'm really like. <laughs> God forbid. Yeah.
0: So you did pilot season in 2014, mm-hmm. and you got, you landed a pilot, didn't At you? At
1: the very end. Well, you know, yeah, I was right there, what it was six weeks we were out there, and just doing loads of meetings and stuff, and really feeling the pressure of of, of, of taking the whole family out there and trying to do it, and having the new manager and the new agent and stuff and, and nothing really clicking. I got a couple of recalls, which is a real thing. And then right at the end, all of a sudden...
0: So, right, uh, this is exciting for me because I've never been to that, that position. Quite a lot of people have never been in that position. Okay. You go for the audition, then you get recalled, or a callback is the call in America.
1: Well, I went for the the original audition I went for, uh, which was right at the end. Um, I went in and read for it, and there was there was there's like six people in the room, and for a first round of auditions, that's pretty... Um, on, Unlikely? Um, unusual? Unusual. Thank you. My brain, That's maybe over an arm. Gone now. Um, my brain is... Uh, <laughs> you not
0: quite at the arm, aren't Oh, me? really? i getting old.
1: <laughs> and uh, I went in and read it. There was a lot of people in the room. And I was kind of... But I was at the end of the part season. I was going home in like two weeks. And I was kind of like, I've done it. I can go home and regroup and get stuck in again. And I went in. There's six people in the room with a nice chat. And I went in. I, I go in. If it's an American part, I go in with my American accent to kind of... Why is that? Because... I find if I even over here when I'm doing an English accent, if I go in on my own accent, like this isn't my the accent I was born with. This is this is a softened version of what I can speak like, um, because people don't understand me when I speak normally. Um, but I went in, I went in an American accent and did it all and blah blah blah, blah. and then um, and then I left, thinking that's it. And then I was stopped in the, as the lift doors were about to close. Um, uh, who was it it was the casting director st- stopped the lift and said can you come back in and I went yeah kind of thing what did I do wrong do I have to clean up a mask or something and um, she said I oh, was just looking at your CV are you British and I went well you I'm I, you know, I'm going through it on my head, politically, or blah, 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 blah. <laughs> don't get me started. That's so what I just, the troubles I, are. I right just said, of. well, yeah, I, I live in London because that's the easiest way to do it. She says, yeah, yeah, it looks like it's, it looks like you're from Britain and stuff. I was wondering if you could do a British accent.
0: So they hadn't read your CV before you were in the room.
1: They quickly perused it and then they were reading it again as they go in. But <laughs> these people just walked in like a split second before I got. Oh, really? They were waiting for the last person and then I came in because they was it was that would have been. One, two, probably three or four weeks before they start, this, they commence shooting. So they so were they're
0: booking all the, the all the shooting and all the cameras yeah, and all the and crew all, first, and, and then the, the last thing to go in place is they, the
1: actors. I've since found out they were having big trouble with this with this part. Um, they couldn't find somebody. They they auditioned people who they ended up putting in different parts in the show and stuff. Into but they couldn't find someone for this one. So anyway, they said, "Can you do a British accent?" And I went, "Do you?" Need do you mean English? And they went, yeah, yeah, British. I went, okay, uh, we'll talk about this later. Um, so, uh,
0: read the troubles in Northern Ireland.
1: Yeah. Um, so I said, "Can you just give me a minute?" He says, "Yeah, yeah, we're going to take the, the next guy in, and then and and, and t- take a bit of time." And, oh, that's and interesting.
0: Can out. you just give me a minute? So, that which sounds like a really ridiculous thing to stop. Well, I learned on- the,
1: all the scenes on in American, which is fine.
0: Would you have been confident enough when you, you know, when you said when you were auditioning for TV and nothing back home and it yeah. wasn't clicking. And then when America, you said to this big casting agent, presumably in an American studio, can you give me a minute? Is that yeah. something that you learned over time? Or? Yeah,
1: definitely. That's, that's, that's confidence and experience that you can, you can go, hold on a minute. You've just asked me to, Jeans, where my character's from completely. Um, and it's, it's accents are. I, I'm very lucky that I, I can do some accents, but I, I do just need a little moment to go, okay, I've learned this whole thing, and it's all mouth shape and muscle memory and stuff. Just so can you give me a minute? To, be, to say to someone, can you give me a minute? Yeah, was was a big thing that I wouldn't have said before.
0: I can imagine just being all like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'm just which, like me like, which, me, like me, like me,
1: like me. Which is interesting because. When you learn, well, now that I have the confidence, to do that. The casting directors are go, yeah, that's fine. They're not evil people. They're not going. To go, no, you you do it. now. do funny accent now. <laughs> uh, they're they because they want they want you to get the job because it means they get to go home. Yeah. If they cast you, that's their, their their work's done. They get paid, and we all get to go home. So I went back in and did a British stroke English accent, <laughs> and then we had a chat, and they asked where I was from, and I says, I'm 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 Irish, and they said, Oh, so... How come you can do a British accent? Okay, <laughs> I'm going. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, and and that was that. And I left, and I went to another audition for a different thing.
0: So how many auditions would you have a day? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like and pilot season, my
1: first year there, I didn't have. I, I would have had about let's let's say five a week.
0: Five a week, and which is a lot, isn't it? Yeah,
1: but that's that's a, in my eyes, that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, but it's a lot considering how many like how yeah. many how four, many would four, you get a week in in the UK? Two. Two. Too. So five a week is quite a lot. Yeah. And then the next time you can make for pilot season, how many would you say you had a week?
1: I'll tell you in a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. That's the, that's the thing. Um, and I think with me being there, get, me getting in through a lot of those doors was a lot to do with my, my agent and, and manager get me through the door. But, but once I get through, then I need to prove them I can act mm. so that they will call me back.
0: So, like, talk me through, the, I interrupted you there, so you yeah, got called you back in. It. I keep doing that, I'm sorry, I'm just excited, excited to be talking to you. To um And actually listening. What? <laughs> You're really quite <laughs> interesting. Uh, so, you go back in, so they call you back in to do the, your British English accent, mm-hmm. and there's six people in the room at this point? Yeah. And then that happens, and then what happens after that?
1: I, I just, I was, yeah, then I left, uh-huh. and I had another audition.
0: okay. There we go. To
1: which we dived into Sorry. your monologue. No, I had another audition. So rude, it's my show. <laughs> we, I had another audition. Exactly, so you should be asking me questions. Shh, so I had on. another audition, Wendy. Mm-hmm. And I have no I have about five a week. <laughs> and, in, in England, I have to about two a week. And <laughs> I had another audition, which I went to, and I remember I had to wait for like an, an hour for it, because they were running way behind. And I went into that, and that one seemed really well. That one, I had a real connection. He was talking about the RSC, and it was, we just, he gave me really good direction. I felt really good. Then I came out and you had the car because we only had one car. God,
0: what am I like? No, you had,
1: you, you had the car. <laughs> uh, that wasn't a bad thing. You had the car. So um, I came out and I was. I, I looked at Google Maps where I was and went. I'm just gonna. i walk for a bit because uh, it's. I like walking around LA because people think you're mental. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I had a nice walk and I walked. I think did I go to In-N-Out Burger? I think I might have went to In-N-Out Burger. Had a little burger. And then I kept walking and walking, 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 walking. I must have walked for about half an hour on the way home. Because I said whenever Wendy's Wendy's finished, she'll come and get me in, blah blah blah. So um I didn't mind walking, I was listening to my music. I get a phone call from my agent saying, They want to screen test you. I went, Hello? You you know this is Stephen Higgin? Yeah, they want to screen test you. And I didn't I'd heard of it and a couple of my friends had done it and I knew what it was, but I'd I'd got a recall the week before, which I thought, brilliant, my job in America's done. I've got mm-hmm. a recall. And so screen
0: I, testing is like, you sort of see Marilyn Monroe's screen test and all the movies, yeah. great screen test. So screen test is a...
1: But, but the other thing was, they told me the name of the project I got I got, because I'd done two. I said, oh, which one? And they told me the name of it. They said, Identity. I went, Okay, and I thought that was the second one. I just assumed it was the one that went better. All right. So I'm going, oh, brilliant, brilliant. So we talk all through it. I said, I'm actually around the corner from the offices. I'll come in. She said, yeah, yeah, come in. So I get a cab from wherever I'm standing to their offices and go, what the hell does screen test mean? So we go through it all, and, and screen test basically meant that the next day, yeah, the next day, I was going to be called in to the, the network, mm-hmm. not the network, the studio, Okay. So I guess it was a so studio. The studio
0: that makes a program and the network screens a program. Yeah. That's right. To
1: the studio, which was CBS, to their screen test room with the director, with the actress who is the lead role, with the casting director, with a couple of producers to be put on tape again. Mm-hmm. But it it was a screen test because there's lighting in there. There's the actual director who does the thing. Who's guys leader?
0: Makeup or anything or? Uh no. I just want to know what the internet. Is. I had to
1: bring a I had to get a costume, remember? I had to I had to have a a, sport, a, a sports jacket. Okay. I had to have a sports jacket which, What's which a sports jacket? It's just a a a, a, a suit jacket oh. which which Carlos my, my agent supplied me with. Okay. He said here's, he said I will get you one because he's he's nice. And <laughs> um, but we all went out for drinks that night. Do you remember oh, to yes. kinda, to kind of go well, wow, I remember screen that, yeah. test. Boom. So I'd got a screen test. So I went and did the screen test and I remember with the director and Getting the screen test, I was like, "I'm happy. I've got a screen You've test." You proved my, I've proved I'm myself. Going home, and a couple of, and next week, and I've got a screen test. Yes, aren't I really good at what I do? Finally, I can go home happy. So we go out, and you and my agent, my manager, celebrate, and yeah. I drink water.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
1: And uh, so good night. Then I go and do. Then I go and do the screen test the next morning. And a uh, outside the screen test, there was another. There was a, there was another guy there. There was another guy there, and there was a guy in doing a screen test. So
0: there was three of you. So you were <laughs> down three. to three. Was, yeah. So it is a real sort of X factor process where they. Yeah. yeah. And
1: I didn't know if they were up for the same part. If they were up for a different part. I didn't really know. Uh-huh. I, I asked them obviously, but then and they were. And we didn't look anything like each other. Normally when you, Really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One. was the, the, a black guy in there, and there's a guy who was a lot older than me. Okay. Um. And anyway, I went in and I really enjoyed it because I I was. I've got a screen test I couldn't care less. It's yeah, that yeah. whole thing. I, I I was a lot more relaxed. And I went in, I had a bit of a, a laugh with them and they seemed to like me. And then I left. And we went for drinks that night. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was going to get wasted. Yeah. I thought, I've got a screen test. I can enjoy myself now. And then I, then I got a phone call saying, they want you to come back in tomorrow. I was like, what? <laughs> I've just done it. I'm trying to celebrate that I've just done it.
0: So after the screen test, what's the next round then?
1: I'm, I'm funny you should ask, Wendy. <laughs> uh, so I'd have to find out, right, what's going on here? And the same, same thing applied. But in the room, there was going to be the studio heads. So there's uh, people with names.
0: People who you saw last night in the Golden Globes.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, no Steve Perowicz, he's, he's, on, he's on the network. And there's lots of Sorry. studio heads in there from CBS. All the important people at CBS were going to come to this screening room, which is where I did the taping in the day before, to this screening room on Watch Me. Um, watch you on tape? Watch me do exactly the same thing that I did the day before to which I asked. They're watching me on tape so watch it and the, and the producers were very good they helped me they said um, these they're they're not going to go back and watch the tape because they've seen you in the room. So okay. play the room. And a good friend of mine only killer in German she said play the room. To uh, which I you, went,
0: Do you think theatre helped you with that? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's easy. That I can do. I can play the room easy. It's, it's being it's focusing it in, when I'm on camera.
0: Well, that's interesting
1: oh no I, no I didn't get warned that until the, the network screen test I take that back okay. the studio one I just went in and went I don't know what I'm doing here I'm just going to do exactly the same and try and get stuck in the director wasn't there Anna was there who's who, who's the lead actress she was there and she read with me and it was all very nice they didn't move they really? didn't react how
0: many were in there?
1: Uh, there would have been about 15 people <sighs> Okay. But it's like a proper like, movie. So, like the there, number so, of
0: people yeah. I'd get in my head for sure. Yeah, and you know what it's like
1: when you're playing, or when you're in a room like that, no one reacts.
0: Oh my gosh. You know
1: and all the lights are on, the lights on. It feels like
0: there's playing. no air.
1: Yeah, so I did that, and once again came out going, okay, that's done. Um, Now what? And they said, well, if they like you now, you're going to go straight to the network, straight from here to the network to do a, te- a network test, but they have to okay you at the studio first. So I'm right. sitting there waiting. I've got to wait for the green light. I must so there you'd f- have
0: been sitting there and they could have said, no, that's you're done, thank you for coming yeah, in. Yeah, that's you're done. Oh my gosh.
1: Because what I'd find out... It doesn't out, feel
0: like a nice way to treat but people. But what I found out
1: before that was they'd screen tested two other actors. Right. Who'd gone through all this before? Who'd done the studio? Who'd done the network? Who'd gone beyond me? But they went, "Can we go again?" And they chucked another one in the mix. Who and was you me? In the other
0: mix. Who I didn't mix.
1: know. So these two guys, you got down to the last two, oh. and then we're turfed out. But this wee guy from Ireland, he's rocked up. <laughs> they must hate you. Who can't even tell us there has been British and Irish? And <laughs> can't, uh, even can't even say Shakespeare. Can't even say Shakespeare. So then uh, they came out and they said, "Right, you're good to go." And I went, "Okay, well, what do I do now?" And then they said, "Right, you go over to the network." So I drove over to the network, and did this scene again i was i was i was in a holding room went into a smaller screening room with more people i was smaller screen which was empty with the producers and they they i said can i see the room beforehand they said yeah yeah, yeah they see the room because after the studio one when i came back in and all the studio heads had gone out mm-hmm. uh they worked on the scene with me a little bit the producers did okay which was really nice
0: that's nice of them
1: so um which was also weird because all the studio heads walked out past me, and I didn't know if I got it, if I got through it. That's the thing. Yeah. So you're trying to smile at them, but try not to make eye contact. But also yeah. trying to be nice, and ke- so that was weird. Like
0: me, but I'm not desperate. Yeah, I'm
1: not desperate. Please give me a job. And uh, then I went back and did a bit of work, and then I went to the network, mm-hmm. which was the CW. Mm-hmm. Went in and saw the room and kind of looked in there, and th- and that's when they said, "Play the room, don't play the camera," because all these people, all the most important people, are in this room. So there's no one else to ask because yeah. you've got everyone there. Um so that that kinda of gave me a big release of kind of going, Okay, I can do this. I can do this my eyes closed. Which and I did couldn't. you do it with your eyes closed? Yeah, I did my eyes closed. And he said, blind. <laughs> Brilliant. Blind guy can't say shit. Next
0: time can you open your eyes? <laughs>
1: uh and I went in and did it. And um then I came out after the network one going, right, that's it. And and, and that's I, the
0: final that hoop. That was the final hoop.
1: And and that's when I was kinda of going that's when I started to want it again. Oh no. Yeah. Which was a shame. So I was like <laughs> And then everybody started to walk out again. Really, like I went in and did it. I did both scenes and then came out.
0: I you. So you were outside the room as they were walking was, out of it. I was
1: like, fifteen meters away from the door. Oh no! What looking at the door, trying to read talking their to faces. a casting assistant who's trying to make me feel comfortable, and and and, and she was really nice. But I'm, oh yeah, so How nice was she? She wasn't that nice. She wasn't Charles Dance nice. <laughs> so um, so the, they all started to walk out. And I didn't be told anything, but I did it. I walked out, and like 60 seconds later, everyone starts walking out. I'm going, am I so bad that they, wow. they refuse to see me again? They just started walking out, and I went, wow, okay. So I walked out, and, and I kind of stood up and gave it the smile and a nod, nice to meet you, because that was when uh, Mark Pedowitz was there, who saw the, Glo- the Golden Globes the last time. And he, he was the one who came over to me.
0: Oh, he hey. came over to
1: me, and he said, you know, a few of them said thank you for coming. The cast. We saw,
0: about Mark Pidovitz, on, uh, on TV um, at the Golden Globes because the
1: CW has the won. The has they, won. They, they won their first ever nomina- Golden Globe nomination and also their first ever win of a Golden Globe uh, award um, for, for for Jane the Virgin for the lead actress. Gina Rodriguez
0: Gina. and Jane the Virgin,
1: who has the same agent as me.
0: Whoop whoop ching.
1: Um, and so they came out, and the, the, the head of casting came over and spoke to me. And said thank you so much for your time, blah blah blah, and shaking hands. Really nice for you to come in. Me trying to get anything out of them, but I couldn't really figure out. So I just been really nice, and hi, nice to meet, you, blah blah blah. Uh, to which Pedowitz runs over straight through the crowd and goes, "Congratulations, nice to have you on board." <laughs> <laughs> and I was to like, which no! all the casting people kind of turn, do that slow turn around to him and go. <laughs> and then he looked at me and went have I said something wrong I said but then but then I'm all my going do I, do I t-? right? do I tell him I haven't been told I don't think you should be telling me this the head of the network <laughs> listen
0: Mark here's how this works don't think you should tell him this <laughs> until
1: the casting director tells him I've got the part is that
0: should. what the sort of chain of command is I don't then know the it's, it's the head director. of the head of the head Kim oh, yeah. Down he doesn't have to he, I don't wait know, for anyone. which is does why he? I'm going
1: should I t-? you know, I don't know yet. Or do I just go, thank you very much, or whatever. So I just said, thank you very much. And then they said, he doesn't know yet. And then he went, oh, sorry. Well, it is, <laughs> in the face of, well, it's me. Yeah. So if anyone, no one can really Yeah, I'm not in trouble. Mind. That's like a grown-up breaking yeah, yeah. a it's glass. Not versus... I'm not in trouble. You're in trouble for listening <laughs> to yeah. me. Uh, so then they all left. That's right. And then the producers and the casting directors all come out and they were they were keeping a straight face. And I'm going, oh, they no. were keeping a straight face. I'm like, should we take you down to the holding area? I was like, okay. Uh, so we go down to the holding area. I go and stand in a corner, and they all there's like six or seven who were in the first first ever, like the, yeah. the the writer, Corinne, Aaron, Heather, all the producers and stuff. And I'm standing in a corner, and they're all kind of looking around. because should we should we should we tell them? Obviously doing that thing. Like, I know that I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got it. So they're looking right each other, going, doing that whole thing, well pretend he hasn't got it, and then tell her I'm going, yeah. Oh no, I'm going <laughs> So then they, look, they go, You got it. And I go, Yeah, yeah. And I hug them and say, Thank you very much, 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 thank you very much. Then they all leave us all very all very well. What happened just before that was the casting assistant who witnessed uh, the the, the yeah, studio head telling yeah. me, so I, I looked at her and I went, Am I supposed to know that? And she went, No. I imagine they want to tell you. I said, what am I going to do? She says, pretend that you haven't heard me. <laughs> okay. I didn't tell them until like halfway through the shoot of the pilot. <laughs> the you knew. didn't you? And then I got into the car and I wanted to call everybody, but I was in an underground car park. I oh, know. So I couldn't call anybody. And they all they all accompanied me to the car park because we, we were all best friends by then. Yeah. And, uh, do you then know I, it's a
0: big change in like, in, the, in the friendship levels from when you're the actor without a job to the actor that's got the job?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that but that's also because that's I don't kind of as a horrible thing. I kind of as you've got something to do, there's something to talk to you about, like your right, agent and stuff. They they've got something to do for you. Finally, yeah. it's not like they didn't speak to you last week because they didn't have a schedule to sort for you. Right. Uh, so I finally got out and I I, I called you straight away, and I can't, I must have said something cool like. Guess we got a pilot, or something like that. It's annoying. And then I call my mom, and then I call my dad. He went, "Hello, who's this?" Uh, and then I call my brother, and let everybody know. I, I, I call. Actually, I call my agent straight after I called you, and he said, "Who told you this?" <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah i went uh and i was going i don't know the guy's name because I, I didn't I, yeah, yeah. I was in a fuzz i was going, I, I didn't care who told me. someone told me who was important said, well, you, you, you shouldn't know this yet I went, what he says well hold on i'll, I'll just confirm it oh, really? <laughs> he was worried that i'd got the wrong end of the stick because this is my first screen test Aww. and which was very nice of him how <laughs>
0: dim does he think you are but you've but got the job hang on let me double check me that double you have check, got this or show. how
1: bad does he think i am <laughs> uh so yeah it was um amazing then i then that, that's when your life changes. Because uh, as soon as that happened, you guys were flying, the, the rest of my family were flying home. So I was on my own and they had to put me in a hotel. They put me in a nice hotel in, in Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, so
0: you got rid of your family and then you had the good life. No, nah, <laughs>
1: no, nah, it was weird because then I was just in limbo trying to get a working visa and I'm just very worried that I was going to get chucked out of the country.
0: But it, it all worked out fine. It
1: all, no, it worked out brilliantly because because that's what I'm saying. I, they flew me everywhere first class. Then I was in wow. a plane flying first class and getting driven places. Nice. Which was amazing. And it made me realise this is how celebrities can easily go mental because they're yeah. treated like gods. It and it's and so. it's brilliant. And everyone's very good at their job. And by someone being good at their job, they're they're making the actors feel really nice and doing everything for the actors. And that's their job to make the, the talent feel better. Mm-hmm. But I remember coming home after doing it all, <laughs> And I was just so depressed for like a week. I know. I was like, what to do is wrong? Washing. And, I was, and I couldn't figure out what was wrong. And I, and I realised after a week, it's, 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 people are asking me to do stuff. <laughs> I'm having to wipe my son's ass. <laughs> I'm having to change nappies. <laughs> and it's just, it's just, I had, I'm very lucky that I have you guys that I have to deal with real life. And that kind of keeps me on a like, straight and narrow. But it was that point when, uh, this is real. The other bit was just a ficky thing, like worky thing, but... um yeah so it was um, it was amazing and, I, and, I, and then I after that fortunate. of course after
0: the pilot of course then there's the will it get picked up moment yeah
1: then you shoot it yeah then you shoot it and then you've got is it going to be picked up uh, which lasts for months upon months upon months
0: and how soon after the, uh, the, the we, pilot? we shot
1: it in March and we I think I found out May and May, were these like two
0: agonising months yeah but
1: not agonising because I just shot an American TV yeah. show pilot
0: and then you came back here, and you did Midsummer Mergers. And then Midsummer I want Marders. to ask you more about you did a film with Jane Seymour that's, that quite a lot of people m- will be familiar with.
1: Yeah, big big Hallmark TV movie.
0: Now Hallmark's weird for us in the UK, isn't it? Because it's not because a big deal, it. we don't have it, and we don't. Have know you been what... to the
1: Hallmark shop on Holly Road? <laughs> I was very close. Hallmark, to get my picture taken, Hallmark, Hallmark just
0: sells cars yeah. in the UK. It's not such a big franchise. Whereas over there,
1: it's massive. Massive, and, and they the have Hallmark Channel.
0: They have the Hallmark Channel. They
1: have two channels. Okay. They have the Hallmark Channel, and they've that. Remember, we saw the pictures of. of there's a big opening for Hallmark. I think it's called Movies and Mystery. Okay. There's another channel which does serious ones, and then they've got the Hallmarky ones which do Hallmarky channels. Hallmark-y the, Hallmark-y movies. So
0: this this film that you did with Jane Seymour, talk yeah. us through the plot. Uh
1: It's called A Royal Christmas. Mm-hmm. I play a prince. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jane Seymour plays my mom, therefore the queen. Uh, I'm a. I've got an English. British, whatever you want to call it. I've got an English accent in it. English, stroke, British, I'm, stroke, European. Stroke, whatever. And, I'm, a, and I, I'm, I'm the prince of a small sovereign state near the south of France, which is completely fictionalised, called Cordinia.
0: It's near the south of France, but it snows there.
1: Yeah, it snows there. Well, it was, <laughs> it was going to be somewhere else which snowed a lot, but then they got to Romania and realised, there's no snow here, we better change the plot. So
0: you filmed it in Romania? We
1: f- filmed it in, in, in Romania, yeah and the plot is i'm i'm over in boston doing doing uh, at university there at college there and i'm i've been dating this girl for for a year and she doesn't know that i'm a prince of anywhere and i get called back home for christmas and i i take my my girlfriend back with me and, and your girlfriend
0: a, was played by the gorgeous Lacey Chabert Lacey Chabert from mean girls
1: from mean girls yeah that's so fetch, <laughs> which I knew nothing of until Isabel, our our, our, our twelve-year-old, explained it. it all to me. Uh, but yeah, it would, that was that was that was a, that was a good. We, we shot the whole movie in sixteen days. I figured out the other day. Wow. Um, and that wasn't yeah. without its challenges
0: because it was a Christmas movie in the snow, filmed in what thirty-five, 35 degrees? degrees,
1: and I'm in coats and scarves and pretending it's cold. I remember one of the shots was outside. And um, it was the, the the shot you came over for.
0: Yeah, because I came came down on set. Our three year old was astonished to see Father Christmas.
1: And the first day you turned up, I was proposing to another woman. Yeah,
0: that was interesting. <laughs> so was
1: um, as yeah, uh, it's, and and that day when I was down on my knee and and Jane Seymour gets out of the car and I'm there sweating because I'm it's my big thing where I'm proposing to her again and I'm sweating. I've got a coat and blah blah. blah and there's snow effect all around because at this point we're in Boston and it is cold. And I'm just having a horrible time of it. I find it really uncomfortable. Jean Seymour gets out of the car. She hasn't got her big overcoat on. I go. And she's also going, as she gets out of the car. That is a professional. That's why she's Jean Seymour and I am not. She took her coat off and went, I'm not an idiot. I'm not gonna oh. I'll just go when I got out of the car and it's covered. Um that's a professional. That's when you that's when you know. You, She's You've been to doing that about. a lot longer than you, though. Um, but yeah, that was lots of fun, and 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 the cast were great, and and it was we, a big
0: Christmas movie, showing all over big Christmas. Christmas
1: movie. We had, oh, I read it on the first weekend. We had six point five million viewers of it, it's so which is weird because it's not it's not really on over. It was on, It's on Christmas twenty four over here, but it's not as big a thing. But over there, it's America, It's a real it's institution.
0: Brilliant. And um, we're probably gonna have to wind it up now because I'm gonna have to go and get the kids from school in a yeah, minute. No, totally. yeah. But. Um, Thank you very much. Oh, that's one more, one last question. What have you learned, if you can amalgamate everything that you've learned that you're going to take over to this pilot season? Because you're off to pilot season in a month.
1: Yeah, I go in a couple of weeks.
0: And you're going to do it all again, all the meetings again. Do it all again. What What are you taking this time that you didn't have in your sort of toolkit last time?
1: One word confidence really <laughs> yeah as my dad as my dad said to me <laughs> as my dad said to me last week but I, I think that's really important I think that's it's confidence and positivity I think are very underrated and if you can do that the other stuff kind of sorts of stuff out. but my dad last week said to me well I'm going out because I'm, I'm going out again obviously and, and, and yeah my dad my, my dad's a proper businessman and doesn't really can't see the wood for the trees and uh, he doesn't
0: really understand the acting he doesn't get it but he's learning and he's being very
1: good On I I give him that
0: I guess if you're a businessman, that you invest and then you advance and then you invest and you advance it's not
1: really it's up and down he said to me "Um, I don't take offence by this and when my dad says that (laughs) he's either going to say the most racist thing in the world or he's going to punch you in the face because he can be offensive. We need whenever. to
0: clarify that your dad's not racist. Oh no 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 no, just no no no! Comes no, no. Out with the no thing.
1: he just he yeah. He's, my dad's not racist. That's that's. But he, the, the, when he says when he knows it might be slightly offensive, that means it's going to be really offensive. <laughs> some of the nice stuff he says, is it's slightly really offensive. offensive. <laughs> so it's kind of balanced out. But he's got a he's got a heart of gold. But he said um, he said, no, "Don't take offense by this." But uh, why are you so confident this year? <laughs> <laughs> and that was it and i and i i had prepped myself for it because he he, he he did say no don't be offended by this he says, why are you so confident this year uh and that made me one that made me realize how confident i, I have been because mm-hmm. i've i've had a few things going i'd have I'd had the uh, hallmark i had midsummer and i did clavius as well which is that I big Bible movie. we didn't even get
0: thing. onto that
1: um but uh, yeah, and I, th- I think he's right. I'm a lot more confident. And that is just because stuff's going on and I've done it before and experienced stuff like that. And it's just it's just about enjoying it. Can
0: you, you have s- the confidence to say, can I take a minute before I do this? Give me
1: a minute, please. Yeah, without sounding like a complete grade A knob.
0: Okay. Well, um, good luck for pilot season. Thank you very much. I hope you come back with a, a, a nice big...
1: Can I come back on your podcast? You can come on my podcast. Is quite fun. Did you enjoy it? Yeah.
0: Have I, have I been more interested in you in this podcast than I've been in the yeah, past you've, week?
1: You've, you've kept eye contact with me and
0: everything. <laughs> All the very best of luck for pilot Thank season. Thank you very much, you very much for coming meeting. on. <laughs>